this is the I'm No Podcast. Today is Thursday, December 7th, 2023. This is the Film on Television Podcast where we talk about our films and television. My name is Caleb Chase. What up? Not much, bro. Living the dream. What about you? Living great, man. You know, top three Thursday. We're going to continue with our uh, MCU list going from uh, number 24 to 22. I'm going to go first. Um, this movie... I should have had lower, and I honestly forgot about it because to me, it's the most forgettable MCU movie ever, and that is The Incredible Hulk. Really? Um, yeah, I should have been had this. <laughs> I, I, I forgot about it. Bro. I'm sorry. I just forgot about it. You know, Ed Norton, it's that guy, but I don't know. I kind of feel like if he was never recast, like people would care more about this movie, you know. But the fact that he was like one and done, and they just, you know, Mark Ruffalo had a smooth transition and then being the Hulk, it was that. And then the main thing I don't like about this movie is, is like, I think this is, I think this is like the kind of, not the breaking point, but this is one of the last few times where we had like bad CGI in these movies because I did not really care for the way that Hulk looked in this movie. You know, um, I like, I like the way, mm-hmm. I like the way that Mark Ruffalo's Hulk looks. It kind of just like looks more real to me. You know, it doesn't look like some kind of monster. Like, obviously, the Hulk is a kind of monster, but I don't know. The Mark Ruffalo one just looks more realistic. And, um, you know, this movie, it was it was fine. It was it was it was a it was a dark. It was a movie that had like a dark tone to it. Um, I have no problems the way Ed Norton mm-hmm. played. I have no problems the way Ed Norton played Hulk. You know, Definitely I don't early 2000s superhero movie vibes. Yeah, like it was it was cool. You know, um, I don't know. I, fu- I fucked with the cast. You know, the whole the whole situation, you know, with the whole super soldier crap and then, you know, everything like, I don't know. It's it, it's just an OK movie. Like, I don't really I don't know. I don't really. It's just an OK movie. Like, you already had this movie on your list. Like, what didn't you like about this movie? Hmm. Um, The main flaw, I would say, for this movie is just lack of action with him being the Hulk. It's a whole lot of them talking about it and us not seeing it. And, you know, I get you do have to build a bit of suspense for these types of things or whatever, but it was, it kind of felt like um, the most recent Fantastic Four flick to where like, you really don't get to see him go crazy to like the last 30 minutes of the movie. Like he was doing more than they were doing, but like, not by much. And prior to that, it's just a lot of you won't like me when I'm angry and like him, like trying to keep away from changing into the green guy. So, yeah, the pacing of the movie just feels pretty slow. But also, yeah, the tone just doesn't really lend for great watchability. It'd be one thing if this was like a detective drama type thing, you know, but it's not. So it just felt like it was a little bit too ahead of its time, even though it was rightfully uh, filmed for that era. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Go ahead with your number uh, 24. So number 24 for me, uh, it already made your list, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. 
I was really hyped for this movie. I love the first Doctor Strange. And yeah, he's been one of my favorite uh, characters in the MCU. Bandit Cumberbatch is one of my favorite actors. And <clears throat> I also loved WandaVision like a motherfucker. One of the best shows the MCU has produced. And yet, for whatever reason, this movie kind of fell flat. It felt very rushed. It was, it's funny because like, it had the type of timing that I feel like a lot of us would like the MCU to have. Like, you have this TV series that came out, like what, in the fall? And then like four or five months later, you get the follow-up to that on top of the follow-up to Doctor Strange, which came out, like, two, three years earlier. So, like, yeah, shit's happening pretty concurrent, back-to-back-to-back, whereas now it doesn't really happen so much. But, like, when it happened, we got Multiverse of Madness, and it just felt like a clusterfuck of, like, a lot of good ideas, and I like what they were trying to go for, but like, bro, we spent time in like two universes and they were largely the same pretty much. <clears throat> like, we saw them portal jumping through shit and that's like a cool look into what um, America Chavez can do. But yeah, we really didn't get too many multiverses Wanda and the whole kid situation just felt very fucking forced. Like, I liked what WandaVision was. It felt a little goofy, like, you know, fake kids, but like, still, it was traumatic for her. And that was some character development that she needed to go through. But for her to just get shoehorned into like a villain role, like, not even a full year later like how why they just need to kill her off for the next phase i feel like i don't even know why like shit had to come to that but it is what it is that's the decision they decided to go we got all those goaded um characters making appearances just to get killed like we thought that was going to be their introduction into the MCU when nope it was just the easter egg gotcha bitch like all these people are about to die and it was dope to see like I'm glad we got to see Wanda go against all those characters but man it would be (sighs) that movie just it's a very much what could have been in my eyes and I feel like they fumbled with it and I'm curious to see where they pick up because yeah the way this shit ended this nigga strange grew a third eye and warped off to a different dimension so we've got a we got some things to catch up on I think yeah I think one of the biggest issues the MCU has is that like Bro, like they're just they're just taking so long to come out with sequels. Like, like Doctor Strange, like Doctor Strange One came out in 2016. 
You know, Multiverse of Madness doesn't come out until six years later in 2022. And if we're being realistic, Doctor Strange 3 isn't going to come out until 2026, which would make, you know, three movies in like 10 years. You know, like I like yeah. I, 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 I like how in the early MCU days, like they would crank out trilogies in five years. You know, like we got three Iron Man movies. Mm-hmm. We got three As Iron it Man should movies. Be. Yeah, like we got three Iron Man movies in five years. Now it takes five years just to come out with one sequel. You know, like I think they need to get back to, you know, you know, being being more planning more ahead to where it's like, yeah, we gotta make sure these trilogies are coming out in like an adequate time space instead of being so spaced out. Right. But yeah. also not making these shits have to be um super cgi green screened like i don't know the time gap between ant-man 2 and 3 but shit i feel like you probably trim a good chunk of that down if you know half the background doesn't look like fucking play-doh art you know yeah the thing with the cgi thing is that you know, they got that studio in Atlanta where they film all these movies and like, you know, like, like, for instance, like Deadpool 3, like that movie is being filmed like in actual locations, you know, and I think the problem mm-hmm. that is that it's easier for stuff to get leaked, you know, like there's been so many like stuff from Deadpool 3. Yeah. There's been so much stuff from Deadpool 3 that's got leaked so far. And it's because like they're like filming in actual locations like outside, you know, where people can, you know, see stuff. So right. I do I do think that I I, I don't know. I do think that that's why they kind of, you know, use CGI as much as possible. So like, you know, avoid the sp- people getting spoiled and leaks and stuff. But um I agree, man. The CGI in Ant Man 3 was terrible. Um, I'm gonna go next for my number uh, 23. And speaking of Ant Man, number 23 for me is Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, actually, I don't, I don't mind this movie. I like it. You know, it's it's cool. You know, um, I get, I get why people, you know, hate that this was the this was the movie that came out right after Infinity War. Like, I'm sure that was like a letdown for uh, some people. Um, I don't know. I don't mind it. Um, I don't really care for the villain. You know, I mean, she's cool, but. Yeah, um, she's cool. The, the villain, she's she's cool. She's not one of my favorites, you know. Um, it's a it's it's a solid story. I do like Ant Man because like he fe- Ant Man feels like an actual superhero to where like he's just a regular guy and you know stuff happens and stuff happens in the city and he needs to do whatever to you know fix it or whatever. It's just a basic story. I hate that they change that up and mm-hmm. I hate that they change that up in Ant Man three, but whatever. Um. I do like I do like the wasp man. Like her her introduction was pretty cool. You know, her being able to already like use the suit and stuff. Like I thought that I, I love I love the first two anime movies because like they really like showed you what it was like to be that tiny. Like I fucking loved it. You know? Yeah. You know, like the fucking scene where like she she puts on the suit for the first time. She's like in that kitchen fighting those dudes, and she's like freaking like walking on knives and stuff. Like that shit, that shit's so fucking cool to me. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't really care for the ending. Um, I, I love the post credit scene, but you know the ending. It's whatever. Um, but yeah, 
Amen. The loss my number 23. Chase, what is your number 23? All right. So number 23 for me, Iron Man 2. I enjoy this film. I'm not mad at it. Mickey Rourke was a badass villain. But in the grand scheme of things for Marvel movies, yeah, it's not one I'm going back to all that much. It's good for what it is. Entertaining. I like the follow-up from um, the first Iron Man. We get to see, you know, where he's at in life, and he's still got ops. This time they're not coming from inside the company or whatever, but like, yeah, he still got ops. And yeah, Whiplash was ouchy of fucking shit up, man. When he first appeared on that racetrack and like had Tony on his heels, like, yeah, that's one of the best like entrances for a villain. Well, I ain't gonna say one of the best, but it's a good entrance for a villain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll, so yeah, yeah. Good parts of this movie that I enjoy, but okay. All right. What do you hate? I I hate that movie. Um, I did not like Mickey Rourke. <laughs> I, I already I already talked about that. That movie was already on my list, so I'm not going to go back into it. Um, I was going to say, yeah. I'm not going to go back into it. Um, number 22 for me is Black Widow. Um, I actually I actually really like this movie. I just think it came out like, what, like five years too late. You know, um, I do think like if this movie would have came out right after Civil War, but I do think that would have been like a perfect a perfect movie that led to Infinity War. Um, but obviously it didn't turn out that way um this movie remind like dude like what are soldiers like one of the most influential superhero movies ever because i feel like so many movies like take shit from winter soldier man like this movie kind of it had that winter soldier vibes man I, I can't even explain it but you know obviously it helps that this is like a, like a spy thriller type thing thing and you know she was in she, she was in winter soldier so you know that probably has something to do with it but I don't know, man. I like, I like the vibes, man. We need more spy movies in the MCU. There's not enough. There's too much of this whole. Cosmic, there's too much of this cosmic alien stuff, man. Get more, get more of the spy thriller shit in there. We should have got a Hawkeye movie for God's sakes. Oh yeah, but um, yeah. Go ahead with your uh, number twenty-two, Chase. So uh, number twenty-two for me, Thor: The Dark World. Again, another movie that like I do kind of enjoy. It's our first time seeing the Reality Stone, which is my favorite of the Infinity Stones. But yeah, you also get more interaction with Thor and Loki before, you know, inevitably bites the dust. And yeah, could be better, could be worse. Not my favorite Marvel movie by far. As you can see, it's number 22. But shit. Yeah, the first couple Thor movies were really kind of mid, which is why they're both in the back half of my list. And I believe they were both in the back half of yours as well. I mean, shit. Honestly, Ragnarok's doing a lot of the heavy lifting because shit. Fucking uh, Love and Thunder was in the back half of this list as well, too. But, um... Yeah, outside of Ragnarok, I guess Thor 2. 
Thor the Dark World is my favorite. Um, yeah, I've not got the Thor one yet. I, I like Thor one, so that one's still waiting to get said by me. Um, yeah, Thor the Dark World, this movie fucking sucks. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, that's all we got for today. You know, next week, um, you know, Christmas coming up. We got to start getting into these Christmas movies, Chase. So I, I, I hope you've been binge watching Home Alone and Elf and all these other movies because we're going to we're going to get into these Christmas movies next week. We might have a special guest to uh, help us rank some of these Christmas movies. But I actually want to mention this before before we get out of here, man, you know, with the end of the year coming, just I don't think you use Spotify, but, you know, Spotify has their, you know, Spotify rap thing, which it'll mm-hmm. pretty much tell you, like, you know, the songs and stuff that you listen to the most, the artists, yeah. like like your end of the year playlist type thing. And, you know, uh, I recently got into the uh, Spotify for podcasters, you know, looking at some of our analytics. You know, we had a pretty good year on Spotify. With this being our first year doing a podcast, you know, we had a pretty solid year. Uh, I really do appreciate, you know, everybody, you know, fucking with us. You know, this is, you know, this is something we kind of just randomly did, you know, and with it almost being a year, that's kind of insane to think about. Um, Our number one most listened to episode was uh, the uh, top three Spider-Man episode with um, Brant. Let's go. That was a. That was a, a pretty classic episode. And uh, the fact that the fact that we all had different, like none of our lists were the same is still kind of baffling to me. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, like stuff like that just at least, you no know, doubt that like Spider-Man is the most popular superhero because we talk about a lot of superhero shit on here. And the fact that that was the episode that, you know, people fucked with the most, you know, kind of just speaks for itself when it comes to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Salute to Spidey. Definitely the goat. Yes, sir. And uh shout out to uh Logan and Brand. We gotta get them back on for another episode next year. Hopefully we can Max. You know, hopefully we can get more Spider-Man arguments out there. You know, before we go, Chase, do you want to switch up your order? Move Tom Holland number one. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, you're still wrong. You're still, still, still so wrong. All right, um, but yeah. That's all we got for today. We'll be back next week. Chase, I will see you then. Michelle, fam. Have a good weekend, y'all.